the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back to the Dave Ellswick Show on 101.1 FM, The Answer. I'm J.R. Davis filling in for Dave Ellswick today. Dave is having surgery today, so our thoughts are with him uh, this morning. I'm really, really excited about our next guest, uh, a man that I have so much respect for, uh, our senior senator from Arkansas, calling us from D.C. this morning. A big vote later for uh, the Senate this morning after the House passed $8.3 billion in emergency funding for the coronavirus. Uh, Senator Bozeman, thanks for calling in this morning. No, thanks for having me, and I have a lot of respect for you, Jr. I've really enjoyed working with you here in Washington and in your capacity at the governor's office, and I know you love our state and uh, are a very thoughtful person. Be sure and uh, and and uh, tell Dave that we're thinking about him and praying for a speedy recovery. I sure will, and, and I appreciate you saying that, Senator. Um, well, sir, there's a lot going on in D.C., to say the least, I'm sure, with everything that's happening uh, with the Democratic primary and then, of course, the coronavirus uh, right now. W- what are your thoughts on how the administration is handling uh, the coronavirus at this point in time? I think they're doing a good job. They've turned this over to to Vice President Pence, and uh, he is is what he's done is coordinated the medical professionals, which need to be the ones that are uh, pursuing this. Uh, working with Congress, uh, they've come up with a plan as far as funding. Uh, the House passed a bill that was almost eight billion dollars, seven point seven six seven, so about eight billion dollars. Uh, that will fund a variety of different issues, uh, things like developing the vaccine, uh, distributing, uh, continuing to, to make and distribute test kits, helping a little bit internationally. Uh, the vast, vast majority of this is, is for our country, but we don't want, we want to be helpful internationally because this affects the world economy and then certainly it affects travel to our country. So I, I think it's a good plan. Uh, there's been several hearings in Congress. I think it's thoughtful. And, and, and the important thing is it's not coming from politicians. It's coming from the health professionals. This certainly doesn't need to be a, a partisan issue. This is about protecting the people uh, you know, of our country. And about, uh, I think, uh, probably uh, $6.2 million at least will come to Arkansas and help, helping our health department. We're really blessed. We've got a great... Uh, health department in Arkansas. Uh, they're well coordinated. They're talking to the providers. Uh, uh, the governor is doing a great job in in, uh, in coordinating all of this in our state. So I think right now we're in pretty good shape. Uh, 
Yeah. We just need to be very vigilant. This is a, is a is truly a serious problem, and uh, we we need to do all that we can to to keep it from getting out of hand. No, absolutely. And, and Senator, you bring up a good point that this shouldn't be a partisan issue. Uh, reading the Democrat Gazette this morning, there were, there was a story obviously about uh, the the funding that was passed by the House, uh, and this actually almost feels like for the first time in a while the coronavirus, an issue that that is. Uh, uh, so important and critical for us to pay attention to has kind of brought both sides together a little bit. I even saw some comments from Democrats praising Vice President Pence for the way that he has communicated the administration's effort on this issue. Is that kind of the? I mean, am I reading that wrong? Is that just an article, or is that kind of the sense that 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 the coronavirus truly has been, you know, with the exceptions of a few comments, uh, nonpartisan and and something that has brought both sides together. No, I think you're exactly right, and and you know that's what America's all about. In times of crisis, we really do come together, and everyone understands this is much bigger than than uh, any party politics. But I think what the administration has done a good job of, uh, Vice President Pence, is putting forward the health professionals, the people that are uh, running uh, the Center for Disease Control, uh, the NIH, these are not uh, politicians in any sense of the mm-hmm. world. Or most of them have, have uh, served through multiple administrations. Uh, they're, they're world-renowned, uh, and they are committed, to, again, to keeping us safe. I, I think one of the problems that we've had, JR, is that uh, we've had some of these things in the past, uh, if you remember the Zika virus, uh, you know, the Ebola threat and all of that, we've really done a very, very good job. And so it's it's hard for the public to imagine that we could get ourselves in a, in a difficult situation because we've contained these other threats. Uh, so we just need to continue to be vigilant and, and give empower the people that know the best, listen to them, and then give them the resources, uh, the money, uh, the materials that they need to go forward. On the other hand, I think it's important, and, and the vice president's insisted in this, is that we have a plan. Uh, as you know, with your time up here, and really even in, in state government agencies, many times things get siloed. People, Absolutely. Uh, that are working on a problem, uh, they're not talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And so as a result, you lose effectiveness in that way. And so uh, I think everybody uh, is has come together and uh, all of the different agencies, and there's several that, that have a little piece of this, are talking together and uh, have come up with a good plan. One of the most important things we need to do is perfect, protect our health care providers. You have to have the the ability to give them the protective equipment uh, that they potentially could need. We can buy new stuff. We can buy materials. You can't replace a, a provider that gets mm-hmm. sick, you know, and goes down. That's so, good point. Uh, you know, there's there's lots of nuances, you know, to all of this. But uh, the good news is there's lots of lots of thought and now lots of money that's going to be poured in to protect us. Absolutely, that's that's great news. And Senator, uh, Senate expected to pass that measure later today. Um, yes. So that's that's great news for the nation. So basically, as we talk about, you know, things that are nonpartisan or bipartisan working together, now we're switching gears just a little bit. I just want to get your thoughts on the Democratic primary for president. Uh, this, quite frankly, I think everyone felt that Friday 
you know, they were sort of throwing dirt on the casket of Joe Biden's campaign. And all of a sudden, you know, a, a few endorsements, a big win in South Carolina, and, and now he's the front runner again. That's one of the more interesting bumps in modern political history from a candidate that a lot of people counted out just, just a few days ago. It really is remarkable, Jr. And and you, and you had the situation before that, where you had the rise of Bernie Sanders, who uh, you know has always been uh, you know an independent and a uh, you know very proud of his his socialist tendencies. So for him to rise the way he did, that was remarkable. And, and as you point out, you know you you start discounting uh, Vice President Biden, and all of a sudden. Uh, you know, you just have a total reversal. Uh, it's polling is difficult these days, uh, and you know, I think you had a situation where you had a lot of people undecided, you know, trying to figure out uh, what they felt like was best for the country. And and you know, we always have to remember Democrats, Republicans. These are, you know, these are these are Americans that uh, you can disagree with them. But they themselves, you know, feel like uh, whatever direction that they're taking is the best thing to do. So I think there's a lot of undecided, but it really was remarkable, the, the switch. We'll have to see what happens in Michigan and some places like that. Uh, the other thing that was remarkable is, in fact, uh, one of my uh, 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 ladies that works for me, her son was uh, doing this, you know, Mike is, uh, Bloomberg had a commercial that something to the effect, you know, Mike is, Mike is, vote for Mike, you know, or whatever. He was chanting this because it's been on television so much in the the Washington, D.C., Maryland area, and we saw the same thing at home. You know, this is a guy that spent uh, hundreds of millions of dollars and uh, really got absolutely nothing in return. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know that anybody, you know, that he was going to be the savior, and yet that didn't pan out either. So uh, it's it's uh, there's going to be a lot of books written uh, <laughs> by the time this thing is over yeah. uh, regarding the, the politics of it. A lot of political scientists now are, are uh, really uh, feeling, uh, you know, uh, empowered in the sense they're going to have a lot to talk about. Oh my goodness! You could take any number of these candidates in this race and have plenty uh, yeah. to look over. Well, Senator, I know you've got to go, and I'll say this: if if every state had a senator uh, like our senior senator uh, John Bozeman, we'd be in much better shape. I appreciate you taking time <laughs> well, today and and uh, just visiting with us for a little bit. No, thank you so much for having me as always. And again, uh, be sure and tell uh, Dave that we're thinking about him and uh, praying for a speedy recovery. Thank you so much, Senator. I sure will. Good to speak thank with you. you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. That was our senior Senator John Bozeman calling us from Washington, D.C. They'll have a big vote later this morning to pass uh, the measure that was uh, the funding that was passed yesterday from the House, $8 billion in emergency funding for the coronavirus Interesting to hear him talk a little bit about uh, the primary as well. There are, he brings up a really good point. Uh, when, you're, when you're talking about sort of political scientists and the different candidates, this, is, this really has been an interesting race uh, and a lot of sort of test cases for one. You know, you got a billionaire who spent $500 million uh, to try to basically <clears throat> buy the race. Uh, and what he came up with was one win in America, Samoa, and and then a bunch of third-place finishes. Not what he was looking for. Now, granted, 
Bloomberg, $500 million. To me, that's a lot of money. I wouldn't want to spend that for third-place finishes. But uh, as I was reminded yesterday on Twitter, that's just a drop in the bucket for a guy worth $64 billion. So uh, so there's that. Man, $64 billion. It's just so much money. But there's that. There's that uh, test case to figure out, okay, well, obviously you got to perform on the debate stage. you got to be a little more personable uh, and prepared than Mike Bloomberg was. That'll be interesting to look into. And then, of course, just the, the stunning comeback uh, from Joe Biden, which uh, we'll continue to have to see if, if that will continue, uh, if Joe will shoot himself in the foot like he tends to do from time to time. Uh, will Bernie's youth vote finally emerge as we get into some of these other states? There's just a lot to look at. So the senator brought up a really, really good point in that. I really appreciate him taking time this morning. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. And then when we get back, um, uh, we will have a, a few guests in the studio. Um, this is the Dave Ellswick Show. It's 48 degrees outside, 719. We will be right back.